0: Welcome to the Self Subscribed Podcast. Welcome back, you guys, to Self Subscribed. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm super excited that you guys are here. Um, I do want to start off by saying thank you so much for all the notes that you guys sent and the messages and the overwhelming response that I got from episode number one. I am beyond thankful. Honestly, I wasn't sure if anybody would listen to it, but you did and you guys. I really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Um, one thing that was funny to me was that I got so many comments uh, regarding my voice, saying that it was so soothing to people and you know what's really funny is of all my qualities, that is the one that I've always liked the least so it's it's funny to me, that that's what so many people commented on and goes to show you that don't be so hard on yourself because the things that you don't like about yourself are in fact the qualities that other people like about you. So stop being hard on yourself. And I should absolutely take my own advice. I have really been struggling this week on getting another episode out. And I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know. I just, in my head, had a plan and a vision of kind of what I wanted to do. And it just kept falling apart. And I was in a bad place mentally because there's so many things going on in my life and I let them get the better of me and I let situations get the better of me. And when things happen that are out of your control, it sucks, right? Because you feel overwhelmed and you feel helpless and you feel like you don't know what to do. Like you're just numb. And I had so many things happen this week. That I just felt like I was spiraling. And so I find this afternoon, I finally thought, you know what? I don't need validation from people. I don't need people to like me. I don't need anything because I have to be secure in who I am and I have to be confident in that. And I don't need people to tell me who I am or what I should do. I don't need to try and please everyone around me. That's impossible. You will never make everyone happy, ever. You know, one thing I heard a couple years ago and I'll never forget it. Somebody said supposedly Jesus was perfect and not everybody liked him either. So try and try as you may to suit everyone. Not everyone is going to like you. And that's okay. That's really hard for me to do though, because I take things personally. But the people who decide that they don't need you there, well, that's their loss. That's too bad for them. And trying to hold on to them would be devaluing yourself because now you're just acting needy and I was acting needy and they say when you're in a relationship with someone it's not two halves coming together to make a whole because if you lose that other half well then you're losing half of yourself right? And so you cling onto this person and you're like, I have to have you. You complete me, but they don't complete you. You have to complete yourself. It's two holes coming together to make a new unit. And that's what love is and that's what a relationship is. It's not trying to be half of a person and half of a person to create a new person. It's you are your own individual being and you should be proud of that. We should be proud of our qualities. And we should be proud of the fact that we're not perfect. We're all a little quirky and we're all definitely weird. And that's okay. I think if we were all the same, it would be so boring. And if people can't accept you for who you are or who they want you to be, then you don't need them. Those are the people that drag you down. Those are the people that wear you down, that make you sad because you're never good enough. And I know I'm good enough. I know I am. No matter what people say, I will never stop being my true self. I will never be small. And I will never stay in my lane. And I will never be anything but who I am because I care too much about who I want to be and who I'm supposed to be. And that person does not sit idly by. I am not quiet. I will not keep my thoughts to myself. I am creative. I am wild. I'm independent. I love to dance in the kitchen. I love to be outside and feel the wind in my hair. I like to say what I think. And I love to say what's on my heart because I'm so passionate to get what's out of my heart into my voice and out into the world. There's a fine line, I guess, between saying what's in your heart and what's in your head. And sometimes the things that are in my head should not come out, but the things that are in my heart are the ones that I always need to say. The more time I spend on the internet or on Instagram, I see these people that are trying so hard to be something that maybe they're not or what they're, what they're really trying to be is like everybody else. And it's kind of boring because it's just watching like the same people. Over and over and over again, and these women who have the strangest things to say um, about relationships, and you know how they're they're independent women, but they're just kind of mean. And I don't really understand, I guess, why they act that way if they're trying to give off this persona of being. Uh, an independent woman or a girl boss. And I think that's great. Um, But there's a maybe more polite or a proper way of doing it and not acting like a bitch. So you can go through all my followers. I don't follow any of those people. So I'm not worried about any of them hearing me. Um, But you know, there's, there's something to be said about having a bit of class And treating people with kindness. You know, I always tell my kids, treat people the way that you want to be treated. If you said something to someone, how would you feel if they said it back to you? If it hurts your feelings, you shouldn't say it. What I also say to my children is, before you say anything, run it through your head really quick. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? If you can check yes on all of those boxes, by all means, spit it out your mouth. But until then, keep those thoughts to yourself. You know, being on dating apps has really opened my eyes to how people talk to each other. Um, And some of the stupid shit that people think is acceptable to say. The way that men and women talk to each other with really without a care. Because these middle-aged people, and I call them middle-aged because that's what I call myself, we're not that old. Let's say that we're between the ages of 35 and 45. We're super young. And this group of super young people on the internet, on dating apps, is so fucking weird. I. Don't fit in with these people, and that's okay. I have my own tribe. I have my own group of different weird, but like they're all the same. Is it just me? I mean, all these guys on this dating app—they have the same answers. What's the best way to ask me out? Just ask. Controversial opinion: pineapple on pizza. I'll fall for you if you trip me. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous. They're all the same. We'll get along if my dog likes you. Okay, I get it. And they'll have the same pictures with the dog, a fish, a flex photo of golfing or the gym, or an outdated picture of them with somebody else and a giant smiley over their face. I mean, Put a little bit of effort into it. You're trying to sell yourself. Anyway, as you could maybe tell, I no longer go that route. But my opinion remains the same on how people talk to each other. You know, there's been a lot of times where on these apps, I get messages from guys and they're all hot and heavy to begin with. And then they ghost. Why? That's so rude. Just say with your words, Hey, you know what? I don't think we have a connection. Or I found somebody else. Great. Nice talking to you, or whatever. But people don't communicate anymore. Or they'll say, You know, I'm just really busy with work. I have a lot going on in my life. I've really decided to focus on my kids and my career. Okay. Again, everybody says the same stuff. Maybe I just don't like you. You don't say it like that though. That's not nice. You should say it politely and with tact and class. But again, why aren't people honest? Why aren't we okay with saying the things that we really feel? I mean, we look at kids and we all go, oh my gosh, these kids, from the mouth of babes, they just say the sweetest things. Kids don't have a filter. Kids are just spewing whatever comes to their mind. And although it be perhaps not eloquently put, the point is being made and there's no doubt to how they feel you know exactly what that child is trying to communicate. And when adults communicate, we often have no idea what the fuck the other person is saying. It's very hard for me to maintain certain relationships because it's like pulling teeth to get any sort of emotion or feelings out of someone. And if I can't read you, which is rare, I just have no interest in investing myself. I will always, always put 100% of myself into every relationship. I'm a very passionate person when it comes to people. I love people. I like talking to people. I like being around people. I want to know not what's in your head. I want to know what's in your soul. Tell me all the deepest and darkest places that you have. Tell me all the things. Tell me your dreams and your passions and desires. Tell me why it is that you had a bad day. Tell me why you had a great day. Tell me how you feel. And it's so hard to get that out of people. I'm not a mind reader. And I certainly. I'm not going to guess when it comes to people's emotions because you know what assumptions make. And that is an ass out of you and me. And I personally am not going to go down that route. And so communication is so hard for people. And I'm not very good at it, except if I'm sitting down with someone face-to-face. Texting, terrible. Don't text me. I'm like a blurb type of person, but a serious conversation is something that I want to have face to face with somebody. I want to read your emotions. I want to know how it is that you're feeling. And I can't guess that through technology. I can't guess that if you're sending me a text or a message or whatever. And Rhythm, really, the truth is, nine times out of 10, I'll probably forget that you sent me a message because ADD and I won't remember. I'll read it and then I will forget. So sit down in front of me and let's talk about why it is you feel the way that you do. They say one of the lowest forms of intimacy between a couple is watching TV because you could sit there and watch TV every night with that person, 365 nights a year. And you will not know anything more about them than you did when you started. Yes, you're spending time with each other and you're in each other's company. And that's fantastic but you're not speaking and you're not talking and you're not getting to know somebody. I'm not saying don't watch TV ever. There are people who enjoy going to movies together and that's a thing that they do. And that's fine. That's great. Have a thing, but don't do it every night. Don't just veg out. Talk to each other. What's going on in your life? What happened today? How did that make you feel? How can I support you? How can I make the next day be better? There's so many things that are left unsaid and it's becoming a world, this society of people who don't communicate anymore. And we waste all these opportunities to talk to people and really discover who they are. You know, yesterday is only as powerful as we let it be. And all the lessons that we've learned yesterday, we can apply to today, are only as powerful as we allow. And I never want there to be an instance of where I say, I learned that and I ignored it. And I chose not to tell this person exactly how they made me feel because there may not be another opportunity to do so. You know, people are really big into situationships these days or dating multiple people at once. And I don't think that's bad for everyone. But I do think it ends up hurting a lot of people. Because if you're not completely honest going into it, That's certainly not a good foundation for anything coming out. And it's really hard for the people. And I'm not only just speaking about myself, I mean, there are several people that I know. It's very hard to try and put yourself out there to just be shot down because so much of these single adults are just not ready. To communicate, you know, we all have something behind us. We all have that baggage or that trauma as a result of experiences. And just say, here are my red flags. Here are the things that I know I've got going on and I'm trying to work at. I don't know why we can't do that. Is that bad? Is that not how dating works? I mean, I'm not good at it, but I just don't see why people can't be so open with exactly what it is that they want. You're trying to find a partner to potentially spend the rest of your life with. Why would you not start at the very bottom, at the foundational aspect of this relationship being honest? And I think it's because people are scared. I think they've been hurt. I think that we're all running away from our past. When you're this age, this middle age bracket, you've been through some shit and it hurts. And I don't even care if your past relationships were miserable. When you separate yourself from a person that you've spent so much time with, it hurts and it's hard because you're making a change in your life that you didn't anticipate. Nobody was going to prepare you for what's going on in your life. And it's trying to figure out this new you, this new version of you that's so hard because it's time to reinvent yourself. We're not discovering ourselves. We know who we are. We're creating who we need to be. And who we need to be is strong. And we need to be honest. And we need to separate ourselves from our past. Because the more you hold on to that past, that trauma, those experiences, that heartache, it carries over. That's like a virus that you carry over to the next relationship. If you can't let go of the past, it holds on with you forever. There is um, a wonderful author, speaker, life coach, uh, a therapist, his name is John Kim. And he wrote a book called Single on Purpose. And I cannot recommend this book enough if you are single, or in a relationship. It's something that you 100% need to read because it talks so clearly about how you need to be your own person and how you're going to get there and the life that you can live when you are confident in who you are. One of my most favorite quotes from that book There are so many good one liners, but this one is one of my favorites. And it's Real love doesn't knock your socks off. Real love holds up a mirror. And that to me was like a light bulb went on because he's so right. When we truly love someone and we're in an open, communicative relationship, we can talk to that person and say, Look, this is what I see and let's work on this together. And that to me is like an ideal relationship because you are speaking the same language with that person. There's no guessing involved. And so grieving your past and moving through it is the only way to ensure that your future relationships don't have to deal with that stain from your past. They shouldn't. That's not fair. People aren't the same. I'm me. I am nobody else. And these guys who think that they're competing with one another, I'm sorry. You're competing with the peace that I have in my solitude because I'm happy with who I am. And I'm happy with who I've created. And I don't need anyone to make me happy. There's joy in being in a relationship, but no one makes me happy. I create my happiness. I create that freedom that I have. I give myself permission to live my life. the absolute fullest. I give myself permission to be in control of who I want to be. Not who anyone's going to tell me to be, but who I want. I'm not going to deny myself my true identity for anyone. I will always love hard. I'm going to be an honest person I'm present, I'm always gonna challenge myself and I'm never gonna stop daydreaming. Because that's who I am. I'm a free spirit. And to be anything less would be an insult to my soul. I'm only here to be me and you're only here to be you. And you have the power and the ability to create who you want to be to live your life in a big way what brings you joy what makes you feel alive what makes you feel like your true self do that look back on your life when were times the happiest what made you feel like you had everything in the world I'm not saying to live in the past, but what were the aspects in that time that made you feel the most free? For me, it's when I was a kid and my parents took us camping. I loved that. We drove everywhere, we camped in the most obscure places. We would go into town, meet the locals, go to weird museums. We had a great time. And so now in my life, that's what brought me joy. That's what brings me joy now. I travel a lot by myself or with my kids. I take a lot of weekend trips. And no, I don't make a lot of money, but you know what? It doesn't cost a lot to do it. And so I found ways that I can get out there and make it work for me. Whether I'm going to Europe, or if I'm going to the next town over, I will make it work for me because that's who I am. That's what brings me joy. That's what makes me feel like I'm alive. I have passion in travel. I love going new places and meeting new people. What is their life like? What do they do? Where do they work? What do they eat? I want to know. And the only way to fill my mind and my heart is to do what calls to me. And that's getting the hell out of here sometimes. And so what makes you feel most alive? Is there an instrument that you used to play? Was there a hobby you used to have? What was it? when we are experiencing life and we're living life and we're not letting life happen around us, that's when we feel like we're centered and we're grounded and we're communicating. When we just sit back and watch everything happen, life goes on without you and you're continuously trying to play catch up. Don't do that. Be active. Participate. Do what makes you happy. And doing what makes you happy isn't always easy. And I know that. I love running. I like working out. And there are some days I am so tired. I can't even think straight. And so I don't work out. And then I feel bad about myself. And then I'm upset. And it's learning to manage my time because I can't make more of it, but I'll never get that time back. And that time is such a precious thing. is the most valuable thing that I can offer anyone. If I'm giving you my time, that's a lot. I'm giving you something that I will never have again. And when I give time to myself, I'm investing in myself. I'm ensuring that my mental health and my physical health are on point because you have to invest in yourself. If you are not strong in who you are, you'll never support somebody in a relationship. And when I invest in myself, I'm making sure that I'm strong enough to handle the challenges of what's to come because we know That life is not going to be easy. We know there are hardships going to come. We know this. And so when I invest in myself, I'm preparing myself. I'm getting stronger. It's not easy for me. It's not convenient for me to always go out and run. But convenience is not going to encourage growth. I'm not going to evolve and I'm not going to become a better person if I'm always doing what's convenient for me, we grow in those challenges. The challenges in our life are the things that make us stronger. So let's prepare ourselves. When I have a race coming up, I have to prepare for that race. I have to train. If I go into a marathon not prepared because I took the easy route, it was never convenient for me to train. I never had time. I had to make the time. I had to carve that time out of my day and train. And if I don't train, I'm not ready for it, even though I know damn well it's coming up. So I'm not going to set myself up for failure, just like you shouldn't set yourself up for failure in your relationship. Do things for yourself. Do things for your partner that will set you up for success. You know that life is full of trials. You know that there will be times that are going to test you and you are going to feel weak and you are going to feel unloved and you are going to feel alone and you are going to feel not worthy. But don't let that tiredness and that exhaustion kick in. You're better than that, and you're bigger than that. We all have things going on in our lives. We all think that we're the main character in our story, and we ignore everyone around us. But instead of thinking of ourselves all the time, connect with people around you. There are groups of people out there who can support you. There are groups of people out there who are into the same stuff you are. If you're having a hard time running, join a running group. If you want to learn a new hobby or a skill, sign up for a class. When you put that money down, it forces you to do the thing because we don't want to waste our money. But get out there and find a tribe. Find those people who will support you. There's no shame and asking for help. We all need a little bit of help. And we can't do it on our own. Yes, you may feel like you're alone. And yes, you may feel like nobody sees you. You might feel like you're trying so, so hard to change who you are. And you feel lost. Or you're stuck. You don't know what to do. Do the next thing. What needs to be done? Do you need to do laundry? Do you need to do dishes? Do you need to go to work? Wash your hair. We all have times when we feel so low and we're so alone. But there are groups of people out there who are longing to help. But we have to have that humility to ask when we connect with other people we learn and grow and we discover more about ourselves we can get out there we can look for love we can find passion but we have to get out there being alone is not a way to live because it's lonely isn't it? Believe me, I know I've been there. You know, we put stuff on the internet. We put stuff on Instagram, how great life is. And sometimes it really is just a lie. And you have no clue what's going on with people. No clue. Compassion is what we're looking for there. Don't be so quick to judge. Don't be so harsh with your thoughts. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? Before you say something, does it check all of those boxes off? Is it something that you would want someone to say to you? While we're looking for love in our lives, Would we want this person to ghost us don't ghost them use your words people will respect you when you say how you feel maybe the connection isn't there maybe it got lost but people have feelings and it's time that we start honoring those So this time I encourage you to not think only about what it is that you say to yourself and how you portray yourself, but what you say to other people. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? Stay well, my friends. I'll see you next time.